The Flicks Book Club. The Flicks Book Club. Yeah, I'm not doing this. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Flicks Book Club. Happy St. Patrick's Day, first and foremost. Uh, my name is Dennis Rooney. I'm joined here with my buddies. Steve McDonald. KC Aurora. And this week, in honor of St. Patrick's Day, we decided to watch The Quiet Man. Yeah. A uh, 1952 film directed by John Ford, starring John Wayne, mm-hmm. uh, Maureen O'Hara, and Barry Fitzgerald. Right. This movie is about, basically, this guy is uh, Irish-American. Born in, uh, I think he spent some time in Ireland. Was born there. Born there. Yeah, he was Moved born at a very Ireland. young age to Pittsburgh. Right now he's like grown up and kind of retiring. Pittsburgh, Massachusetts, by the way. Which yeah, well, th- uh, so that was thrown a joke. off. I think that's a mistake that or a, a joke. No, it was a joke. It was, it was a, a joke. joke. Yeah. Okay, so he uh, grows up in Pittsburgh, and uh, he goes to Ireland to retire. He goes to buy his old family's plot of land mm-hmm. uh, to reclaim, you know, his birthplace and stuff. Falls in love with a local young lass, right. and uh, you know, marrying her turns out to be not so easy, especially with her bullheaded older brother. Right. Oh yeah. And uh, I picked this movie, uh, Dennis Rooney. I picked this movie. Why because did you pick this movie? Huh. I picked this movie because St. Patrick's Day. In honor of that, I am an Irish American myself. Sure. Uh, my mother told me once. <laughs> Here's my favorite part. Here's <laughs> this is I couldn't stop thinking about what your mom told you. <laughs> what did your mom tell tell you? Well, let me tell you first. Uh, this movie came on my radar because my boss, my boss uh, at my job, told me that every year on St. Patrick's Day he watches this movie and he has a drink. He watches this movie by himself. The guy's German. It's so creepy. The guy's 100 percent German. He watches <laughs> this so movie every year. That's a very, after watching the movie. That's a very weird. No, I love that. I, I think that's a great tradition. Like my my dad used to watch the Ten Commandments on Easter, <laughs> and it was very weird. Why? That's and much would, weirder. Yeah, than and this. he would get hammered, and he would side <laughs> with the Pharaoh, which made things <laughs> <laughs> extra awkward in the house. You know, I think that I think uh, if I watch this movie with a couple drinks in me, I might side with the wrong people too. You know? <laughs> yeah, he's just like, I just don't get it. These people won't listen to me. He's trying to take care of them. I'm like, not really, Dad. So and it was a two-parter too, because they showed it on TV. So they'd show it on Mon- uh, Sunday and Monday, and he'd be like hammered through the whole thing. Two days of hell for Easter. <laughs> yeah, Easter was the worst holiday in my ha- in my family household. So that's how I found out about this movie. That's how it came on my radar. I asked my parents about it because they're uh, my mom's an Irish American. My dad is from Ireland. Yeah. And my dad, I don't think he even saw it. My my mom looked at me and said, "We don't like that movie. It doesn't paint the Irish in a very good light." <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> so which we will discuss. Right. Which I want to ask you guys. We'll so stream it or don't stream it. Absolutely, a hundred ten percent stream it. This movie came out over sixty years ago. Still holds up. It's hilarious. It's laden with Irish humor. It's a good romantic comedy story. There's some action. There's things for everybody. It looks great. Watch this movie for St. Patrick's Steven, Day. Steven, yes. what do you think? Uh, I'm oh, going also with hold on. Wait, I'm <laughs> praying that one other person <laughs> gives it a stream it. Because I said, I said, I know I'm gonna probably give this movie a stream it. Yeah. If nothing else, out of spite because St. Patty's Day and everything. Right. But I'm hoping this movie was funny enough that one of you will be on board and say begrudgingly stream it. Go ahead. I'm going with don't stream it. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. I uh, I I don't think it's that bad of a movie. Mm-hmm. I just didn't like it. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's not a bad movie, but I don't like it. No, no. Like I could understand why somebody would watch this movie and be like, that was a delightful, you know, romp through Ireland. Right. Uh, I just didn't like it. I also, it's I mean, a nice part way to of describe it, it. 
part of it is that in it's the 1950s style movies I just have a hard time with because they're slow. Like the pacing is mm-hmm. all is very slow and feels a little weird to me. But uh, we'll get into that entire thing. Okay, uh, uh, I'm saying don't stream n- it. Now let's see. Uh, for me, come on, baby, come on, do you some justice? Don't stream it. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> no, traitors. This movie stinks. <laughs> <laughs> it's so ridiculous. I mean, man, I watch. I sat down and I watched this movie. And I watched it. Uh, I took a little break in between, and the first like forty minutes, man, I was I was down, man. I was like, you know, man, Rooney might have might have hit this thing in the <laughs> at the ballpark. You know, when when a, I, I'm not a big sports guy, but when uh, y- y- the baseball player hits the ball, and you think this might just go all the way. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we'll take a break, and then we'll uh, we'll discuss this some more. Yeah. Hey, look, I'm not accusing Mary Kate. It's him. Why this very moon? Let him deny it if he can. At the back of the chapel, he took liberties that he shouldn't have. I said good morning to her. Good morning? Yes, but it was good night you had on your mind. That's a lie. That's a what? I said that's a lie. That's a word I take from no man. Put up your fists. I'm not going to fight you, Dan. But I'm going to fight you, then. And we're back. Did you watch it? Did you like it? Did you have a drink and think about better days? This episode, we're going to discuss a woman's place in the house, boys. (laughs) (laughs) Okay? How did you not like this movie? This movie was hilarious, man. man, Listen, this is the thing. In the beginning, I'm watching this movie, and I'm like, okay, this is cool. I kind of like the pacing. It is slow. I I know that. I like the slow pacing. I was actually kind of a fan of it. And you know, the thing is, they have a montage when uh, John Wayne and, um, is it Maureen O'Hara? Uh yes, Maureen O'Hara. Mar- yeah, they're th- it's sort of like a uh, lightly musical montage where they're just kind of making their way through the hills. And you know what it reminded me of is that I think that uh, this style of movie is how a, a lot of Indian movies kind of started to do things as well. I am so sense. happy that already came up because I was going to bring it up, and I said this to Stephen the other day, and he kind of left. Mm-hmm. But. Irish culture and Indian culture are very similar. Very similar. And the humor is very similar. Yes. And I, that and I, that's another reason why I was hoping I might get you on board with this film. Right. And, you know, when I saw that montage and it just kind of struck me, I was like, wow, that, I think Indian movies have sort of borrowed from this sort of thing, except oh, yeah. they like it so much that they still do it now. All, yeah. you're miss- <laughs> all you were missing from The Quiet Man, the only thing that was missing to give it a stream, it was like a... A song number? A d- well, I mean, there was a, a song, song number. number. There, there were a was number a of song there numbers. You're right. Yeah, yeah, there was. But there, were, there weren't mean, any, like, it wasn't like it was, like, singing in the rain or something like that. But, but there, there was, was a, a number of moments where it was like, where it was like, hey, guys, I'm going to start singing this song. And now everybody in the town knows all the words to this song also. Yeah. Listen, I've been to Ireland walking through town. I'll just start singing something like, oh, happy day. Everyone immediately joins oh, in. Oh, that's what it's they like, do? It's social I never want to go to Ireland. You just start singing, everyone joins. You. Yeah. So Ireland is like a musical. I'm gonna Ireland g- is like a musical where you can just start singing, and as long as you're drunk, there's it's more fights. Fine, yeah. Say. Well, that I mean, th- there have were you seen West Side Story? There was I digress. I'm gonna be honest. I'm watching this movie, and the whole time I'm just thinking about what your mom said. It paints <laughs> Irish people <laughs> in a Let's bad light. I kept thinking the same thing. Also, <laughs> Let's the whole that. time I was just going every single time that the that the the guy who I don't even know what he what he did, but he ended up being the matchmaker. Mm-hmm. Every single time that that guy showed up, and he was like, he was like. I've been at the pub. I'm drunk. Where's the bottle? I don't know where I'm going. I just kept thinking, this does not paint Irish people. Barry Fitzgerald, that little guy, (laughs) hysterical, stole the movie in my opinion. He was great. Don't get me wrong, but the fact is that like this movie is just like it went from um, 
basically it's guy moves to, comes to this country, comes to Ireland, sees this girl, falls in love with her, wants to marry her, brothers in the way. It's a classic tale. Classic tale. Tale as old as time. All right. Song as tale old as rhyme. Right. Uh, I'm not. No. So uh, <laughs> you're not gonna. Fin- <laughs> We're not finishing this. <laughs> so it's it's that, and you're like, okay, I'm on board. But then the last 15 to 20 minutes of the movie is just this ridiculous fight sequence <laughs> where these, it's awesome. these <laughs> morons are just battling through the town. Everybody's joining them. People are taking from the movie. Oh, people are taking the bus in to watch this fight. No, 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 yep. no. This is my favorite. My favorite part about that is is not the fight that happens between it the brother the, and, uh, and John Wayne. Five minutes of dragging, literally dragging. Right. right. The 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 yeah. wife yes. through the fields of Ireland right yes <laughs> listen Mary five Kate? miles five miles they say Stephen it's a good stretch of the legs it's just a stretch of the legs <laughs> she said it herself Mary Kate Mary Kate Danaher said it's yeah. just a stretch of the legs all right and she needed to be dragged along okay for, so that's let's tackle this first of all do you guys think this movie paints Irish people in a bad very way? poorly keep very in poorly. mind it's over sixty years ago that does I now mean, does it paint Irish people in a bad way or does it paint everybody in nineteen fifty two a bad way and this is also a movie that I think it's set in like the thirties that's a fair fair statement um a fair question too does it uh, yeah, I think everybody was bad then too. That's but, what I mean. But I mean, I think that. But Irish people specifically, do you think? Yeah, but that we're. Just I don't think. I don't think that it watching it now though. You see what I mean? Like if yeah. you watch it now, like back then, I'd imagine the movie came out and people were like, "This is a good job, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> well done." This but is an accurate representation. Right. It's of people life that are. It's people that are like that are you know like in their forties and they're just looking at this movie just like God. I remember when I was in my twenties and this was how it was. Right. Yeah. And now, I wish it was still like this. <laughs> and but you watch it now and you're just like this is bad for irish people for everybody i remember the one thing that um and you know i would say the one line that i really want to just i want to get this out before i forget is when uh john wayne's character he's arriving and he's getting a ride to the town and uh they he first sees uh, maureen o'hara <coughs> and you know he's smitten and mclean is that the guy's name the mclean yeah mclean he says uh he says to john wayne's character uh thornton he says, um, you know, he's like, oh, who's she? You know, Thornton says, who's she? And McLean's like, it's only a mirage brought on by your terrible thirst. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that is incredible. That line holds up, don't <laughs> that, it? That line does hold up. Holds up. Very strong. And that's what had me sold in the movie. I'm like, you know what, man? I'm really going to enjoy this. <laughs> that's what I mean, though. There's and then it just de-evolved. No, no, you and know it was what? a two-hour movie. You know what I love is? You know what I love immediately that the guy mentions, because he mentions it also in that scene, is that he's like, is that he's like, who's that girl? And he's like, it's a mirage. And then he's like, oh, yeah, they've got a red, like, like poor family, <laughs> redhead woman living at home. Yeah. Was that I had this over, I was just like, what? Wait a minute. So we're just, like, off the bat going to, like, just trash redheaded people, which I thought was, like, a thing in Ireland. I thought that, like, what? red. Dude, it, there's a couple moments in the movie where he, like, where he, like, distinctly is, like, is, like, Poor family with a redhead living at home. What are they gonna do with her? <laughs> yeah. No, that means like a that a lady of her age living at home. It's uh, the redhead thing. The only reason they give any crap to her for the redhead at all is just like pointing out like she's a feisty redhead. She's like quick to anger. She says it herself. She right, says, "That's true. You should know that right away about me that the red is hair that is the no lie." Why they, is that yeah, the reason why yeah, they? Yeah, no, red hair, red hair. If someone, if red, someone with red hair is angry, then you associate it with the red hair. I'm not saying that there's any 
accuracy to it, but that's all they were saying. They weren't like, it's not like, that South Park thing is just recent. <laughs> People <laughs> hating redheads is a very recent invention, yeah, especially okay. in Ireland where they all come from. Like, And they're all redheads. For the, no, I, mean, I mean, no. There's not a, all. There's a lot of them. But there's a, a, bunch, them there's a bunch of redheads yeah. over there. So it just, the movie to me doesn't hold yeah, But there's up. so many good lines like that throughout right. the movie. He says later on, he's... Um, what's his name? Uh, the brother, Squire. Mm. Squire's pressing Sean Thornton about his sister, and he goes, "How were you? How were you behaving like that outside of church?" And Thornton goes, "I was just saying good morning." He goes, but "Good night is what you had on your mind." Yeah, that's true. That Those are these are great. That's no, great no. writing. Yeah. No, no, no. Like I said, there are great moments in this movie. Mm-hmm. Okay, there are great things that happen in this movie, but there are whole swaths of this movie that make no sense whatsoever. No, nope. like what? I'll explain. Because like this movie is heavily rooted in Irish culture. No, no, I, got I everything. understand. And I did like the fact that you're watching the movie and you're thinking, oh, I'm learning, you know, I'm learning about a different. You don't see that very often. I don't think I don't see enough movies where you're learning about different cultures. But then again, I watch a lot of garbage movies, so I don't really. You this know was I mean? the first movie ever with uh, Gaelic mean, in it. You mean that Bloodsport right. didn't. Uh, that didn't is in the Hall of Fame. That is under the block, but you did like the movie. So. No, I know, but Bloodsport yeah. didn't. Okay, whatever. It didn't teach uh, you about culture. What <laughs> were you going to say, Stephen? What I was going to say is, is like. I mean, maybe maybe I just don't know enough, but like, is it just common knowledge and very regular to any movie-going audience of the fifties that that there would be a a a very hotly contested horse race around a beach? <laughs> yeah, what was that? <laughs> just it's not the fact that they had it because I had this moment where I was just like, okay. Maybe that's, but they didn't. Ex- it wasn't like, oh, this is the big race this year. This is like the thing. It just felt like it was like, like it was like, oh yeah, this is what we do on Sundays. We have big horse races. I thought that that was inspired by Thornton moving there. No, I, yeah, can I explain this? I was this? so confused. Right, it just Guys, came out of nowhere. The horse you know race. How, you yeah. know how like in New York City we have like the Puerto Rican Day Parade, the Gay Pride Parade. Right. Believe it or not, when you go to other places, they also have traditions and things that they do, like once a year, like a goddamn horse race, you morons. Okay, I just yeah, you just you don't need no, a reason no, for the horse no, race. No, 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 no. And this happens after a, after a montage. It's after Thornton is kind of rejected that he thinks he's not going to be able to marry her because of the brother. Mm-hmm. So he goes and he fixes up his house and he gets a black horse and he you see him riding around like a badass on it. Mm-hmm. And then you find out that he's entered the race. Like what's no, no, so confusing? I, because and also you, the, the ladies put their itself, hats on the thing and the race itself did not get hyped at all in the movie. It was just like, this was my thing was, was that if I was somebody in the 1950s watching this movie, I feel like I would have been like, hey, where'd that horse race come from? Why did that horse race exist? Because I just didn't feel like in the 1950s or even in the 30s that there were just understandable like, like, oh yeah, obviously this is an Irish regional <laughs> horse race. Like, it just seemed jammed in there, man. It's just, it's just a, well, y- I said it too. <laughs> yeah, it seemed really jammed in there. I think, my, I think Lopez, my roommate, came out when I was watching this, and it was in the middle of the horse race. Mm-hmm. And that horse race was the equivalent to nowadays when you're writing a script, and it's like every 20 pages you need an action beat. Like you need right. some, we need a car chase in the middle of this scene. That was it. That's all it was. But yeah. they used it as a tool to help forward the plot in terms of the bonnets and uh, Thornton grabbing the wrong bonnet mm-hmm. and, you know, the uh, the brother getting tricked. Oh, no, he didn't grab the wrong bonnet. He grabbed the the what are, the widow's bonnet. Oh, yeah, no, he didn't grab the wrong bonnet. You he think he, gra- he, he was did. trying to grab Oh, no, 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 he grabbed the widow's bonnet because he wanted to get the kiss from the widow to make the brother jealous. That was that whole point of that. Uh, no, he wasn't in on that. I still think that was the point of it. You think that was the point of it? He I don't know, because he looked very surprised when he got that kiss. Yeah, he was very surprised when he got yeah, that kiss. Yeah, but it certainly did make the, the brother mad. Yeah, it worked out in, in his I favor. Think he, but I like think that he did it t- 
to. I think that he did it to spite the brother. You think so? I don't know about that. That's my think, opinion. I don't think that he was. He's a boxer who's. Uh, let's okay. talk about his character. That was going to be he's the next a, thing that yeah, I was going to bring he's up. He's a boxer who kills a guy in the ring b- uh-huh. accidentally. Well, he feels it's otherwise. Which we only find out an hour into the film. This is good pacing. This is a good way to make a story interesting. What, do you open with that? No, no. It was an hour and ten minutes into the movie, and I literally, out loud, by myself, went, you're going to introduce a new plot point? Well, they allude (laughs) to it earlier on. character plot point? They allude to it several times. Why are you coming home to Ireland? I'm escaping my troubles back in America. Right. Trooper. uh, Trooper Thorne. Well, Trooper is when he realizes who he is, but he also says, he goes, like, you look very familiar. Where do I know you from? And he goes, I just have one of those faces. Yeah. It's alluded to. There's a, there's a few allusions to it, but it, it's like, I also they're think. They're very poor allusions I think those, to those No, they're were, not. I think those yes, were retrospective are. allusions where they had to add that in to kind of make that make sense. This is classic structural writing. If you ref- if you do something like that early on in the film, it's you know it's going to come back later. If yeah, you say, but where do I know you from? You look extremely familiar to me. Oh, I just ha- and then John Wayne clearly looks uncomfortable and says, "Oh, I just have one of those faces." You think they're just not going to bring that up? And the rest, you got to have that in the back of your head. They're like, "Oh, no, I under- he must I have a past. That it was right. I understand that it was there. I'm just saying it wasn't very good. It was 1952. Okay, I want to bring up this point. <laughs> <laughs> you can't keep using the no, no, year no, no, as an no, excuse. No, no. Yes, one sec. I, I, I got one I more thing. I got one more thing on the boxer. My favorite part that happened with the boxer was when he's talking to the priest who's a sports fan mm. who has all these pictures in a in a book or whatever yeah a scrapbook a scra- he scrapbooks sports things L- i guess i guess it was sporting <laughs> events were so small and i guess far in between that's that what i'm saying it was the 30s i mean yeah it There's was no it was between it wasn't like the internet so it was you know like like oh this amazing thing and you cut it out of the newspaper i get that mm. but i just love that that his not only did it was it like big Big headline, mm-hmm. and then he's got it underlined. But then he reads every single word from the headline, like I, the audience, have an inability to read. Yeah, it was 1952. <laughs> <Stephen>. <laughs> it was 19 <laughs> people couldn't read back then. People weren't reading. You see, you they see were just <laughs> beating their wives <laughs> and <laughs> having horse races, <laughs> and that time. was it. I don't have time for words. Well, that's what I'm saying. The horse races, scrapbooking. It's it's the 30s. You just look at fire at night and go to bed like that's it. There's nothing else to scowling do. Scowling at my you wife. Just look at fire. <laughs> yeah. and go to bed. So I'm gonna try and swing you on this one, Casey. Right, because right. Because you I know Stephen's a lost cause. It's a lost cause. But I've you know, swayed before. You've swayed so before. That's Who knows? true. One of my favorite little jokes in this, and I immediately mm. thought of you, right? Because it's in one of your favorite film series. Sure. Um, when they're trying to get to, I think it's not the end fight. It's something that happens earlier on. It doesn't matter. But mm. two priests are like running through the garden. Yes. To get there, there's a fence with a door. One priest hops the fence. The older priest too. The older priest hops, hops the, the fence, fence. Yeah. And the younger priest like looks at him like, "What are you crazy?" And opens it and walks through. Right. Just like in the Fast and the Furious too. Where they get to the car lot, and yes. pun- he punches the window <laughs> open, yeah, yeah, the and then it just opens it up. Right. That's a classic tool. And hey, that movie could have invented that for all I know. Maybe. It was yeah. 1952. It was 1952. <laughs> you don't know, they weren't doing that. <laughs> and I, I thought that was kind of interesting, too. There's a lot of like cool aspects. like, But the thing is, there's, good li- there's a few handful of good lines. There's a few handful of good action sequences. Uh, like the fact when uh, the brother and Thornton, John Wayne's character, start getting, they're fighting through the town. And every so often, someone just throws a bucket of water in each of their <laughs> respective faces for some odd reason. And well, it's like the sponge in current boxing. Like, you'd splash him. Right. I mean, this guy should be killing 
what's I can never remember this guy's name. Danaher. Danaher. Even Danaher. for an Irish person, yeah. I'm like that's a very chalky name, you know. <laughs> John Wayne's character Thornton sh- is was a professional was boxer. A, he killed a man. He murdered a man <laughs> in the ring. How is this boxing match going even further? And Which they justify this because earlier on the priest says to him, the priest says to John Wayne's character Sean Thornton, he says, "Don't don't undermine, don't like underestimate uh, Danaher and mm-hmm. Danaher." He's got a mean right hook and a jaw of granite. Yeah, well, it's like I killed someone with my bare hands <laughs> and not even wrapped hands. <laughs> wrapped hands with wrapped pads on them. And it's but you got to look at Danner, the guy, the guy who plays him. He's huge. Yeah, he's a big he's dude. A yeah. big, he's a big when dude. he stands up next to Maureen O'Hara earlier yeah. on in the film, that's when you kind of realize the scope of like, oh, this dude's big. And when he's standing face to face with John Wayne, John Wayne is six four. Yeah. So they're both big dudes, and Danaher's yeah. fists. When he, you see his fists, they're it's like the size of my head. They're they're <laughs> huge. They're cantaloupe sized fists. It's true. But then the fact that Danaher, uh, Danaher and uh, Thornton are able to go back and forth just alludes that the Irish constantly fight, which is <laughs> another bad stereotype. No, 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 no. The best part about that entire fight, there's there's great little moments in that fight. Yeah. The best part about that entire fight is we're fighting through the town, we're fighting through the town. Oh, there's the bar. Do you want to stop fighting for a little <laughs> yeah. bit? Not that I'm tired. <laughs> Not that I'm tired. Not that I'm tired. Or I can keep going. They but stop. would you like to have a couple drinks and then we'll get back to this fight? They go through. They have a couple pints, and then and then they, they start throwing pints at each other's <laughs> faces. And then they and then what's his name? John Wayne throws Danaher through the door. Yeah. And the door shatters like glass. That was fantastic. Doesn't make any sense. It's so ridiculous. That's the reason why I said don't stream it. It's because there's just so many parts of this movie where I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. This is what I felt, man. This movie makes total sense, and it's a very entertaining movie. (laughs) You should watch this film. You're a nationalist and the worst. (laughs) (laughs) This is what I didn't... Man, the movie... I, it had me going in the beginning, and I'm when not did it lose you exactly? Like, I'm was there a moment, or was it overall? It's just like this is too long, and it's not funny enough, it and was, it's not action it enough. It was. It's a long movie. It's like two uh, over two hours yeah. long. Two hours. And, and I just want to say, and I know I keep saying it's 1952, but a lot of movies back in the day were, were older. They, they were. were you know, movies are three hours. Because you're gonna go to the movies like you're excited. You want that movie to be long back in the day because moving pictures were a rare thing. It was not. Well, you problem. also didn't. You they didn't. Um, and they had intermissions back. They didn't then have. Too. They didn't have movie times. Mm. Oh, it was just always going, huh? They just they just would run movies, and oh. then you could go in. Oh, and, okay. And like they didn't have movie times where it started. Mm. The first movie that ever did that that forced movie times on movie theaters was Psycho. Oh, because okay. you needed Hitchcock. to you needed to watch the beginning to understand what was happening. Oh. so a lot of the movies, literally, it's like you could just enter in at any time. You could, s- th- and this was one of them. I mean, you really could. But yeah. the, what really took me out of the movie, I'm not a big proponent of saying like, oh, the ending takes me out of the movie but the thing is the ending of this movie the whole like he's dragging her across the field the dowry is the big issue the just real quick yeah the dowry is the big issue we'll she, talk about that first uh, the dowry is the thing because they do get married even yeah. against like the brother's uh wishes and to maureen o'hara the marriage is not complete because irish culture irish tradition was still freaking ancient and you had to give them a dowry you have to right. give them a money thing like please take also this woman off my in, hands also no, big no. in indian culture i will say yep. this is yep. is that i this was the first movie this was the first thing where a dowry was brought up and i was like oh i kind of get it 
And the reason why is because during a time period where women... <laughs> never, hearing no, no. you say that, Stephen, is yeah. so shocking. Yeah, it's so ignorant. <laughs> Stephen no, 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 no. is going to be like, and when the old lady brought over the stick to beat the wife, I was like, that kind of makes sense, makes too. Sense <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> and this, no, no, no. This, this is my reasoning on it, is that uh, when when I think of a dowry, I think of exactly that. Like, take here's money. Take this yeah. woman off my hands. Right. But to her, in a time period where uh, nobody, okay. w- where, where women didn't work, you just, you worked in the household. Mm-hmm. To her, it was, it was, it was, uh, this is me bringing something to the table, right. like money-wise, where I can, and, and furniture and stuff like that. in a way. And so it was, it was very much this moment of like, of like, uh, like that made sense to me, mm-hmm. where I was like, oh, this is like a woman being able to be in a household and look at a husband and be like, no, 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 I don't just cook and clean. I brought this furniture. I brought money. Right. I own a part of this house. Right. She's and kind could, of and could And could actually like stand up to the husband because he couldn't just be like, look, this is mine, and this is mine, and this is mine, and this is mine. You've brought absolutely nothing. You're my slave. Mm-hmm. Was that by bringing the dowry, you could be like, you could be like, no, I own a lot of stuff in here, and I'm a part of this household too, and we are equal in a certain footing once we're inside this house. Was that I was like, oh, dowries like kind of make sense to me. I think it's yeah. an esoteric, awful thing that we shouldn't do anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But it like kind of makes sense to me for that time period. Uh-huh. Es- especially in 1952. Especially yeah, in yeah. 1952. She's a, bit, she's a bit of a progressive character because you you get the feeling that besides being just kind of quick-tempered and stuff, she is an independent woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She does have a bit of savings saved up. You yeah. know what I mean? She's not just going to marry any old dude. She doesn't take guff from her brother. She don't take guff from nobody. Right. and That's true. She doesn't take guff from anyone. She's yeah. gorgeous, too. The fa- yeah, of course. Oh. Maureen. Marino Harris is still alive. How's she look? She, she's, I mean, I mean, she's 94. Now I kind of want to look her up. Yeah. So I is looked she 94? Yeah, she's, ni- she's still alive. Yo, I looked her up. Yeah. Maureen O'Hara, if you're out there, right. we'd love to have you on. We'd love to have <laughs> <laughs> Flicks you. Flicks uh, But the thing is, the ending of the movie is just so preposterous and so absurd. And it's happening, the whole ending, where he's dragging her through five miles He's now look coming after the brother to uh, get this dowry. Because the brother money. wouldn't give up the dowry to right. make the marriage complete. Right. Thornton doesn't care, but Maureen O'Hara is very concerned. And in the end, he takes the dowry and he burns the money anyway. Yeah, with her like that, she she kind of does it too. She opens the door to the right, furnace, and they just that was a little confusing. weren't they outside? Where's the furnace? Like, why is there? It was like a steam enginey thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think it was supposed to be a tractor. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe that might have been. Dirty things. Right. Dirty things. <laughs> Dirty loud noises. Just this consistent like absurdity of them going through the town, this whole fight of absurdities is is insane. And it kind of and the that whole ending just chops away at the movie for me. And it just goes like this is getting worse and worse and worse and your mom is right and right and right and i'm like no i can't i can't in good conscience recommend this movie to anybody i you know <laughs> <laughs> i'm like why would i no i my thing with it was was consistently kind of looking at it and just going you know it's when i look at uh when I look at the way that their relationship was set up, the thing that I kept thinking was, was just like, was this, and I think it was, was like, was this just how it was in the 30s in the sense that was like, hey, I met you. We went on like three dates. We're going to die in like 10 years because of all the terrible things that happen in this world. We're going to get married now. And then you would get married, move in with somebody, and be like, I hate you. Yeah. Now let's get to know each other. (laughs) It's like, now let's get to know each other. And it's like, oh, well, I do things like this. And it's like, I hate the way that you do that thing. And then it's just like, because that just built, like, to me, 
that makes sense that it builds up this entire like the like the comedic thing of like my wife I wish I could leave her kind of thing is that it's like you don't get that as much these days because it's like my wife I wish I could leave her and then I did because I got divorced like yeah that's true (laughs) but there's progressive for the uh, for the you know considering like I mean it is and it isn't I won't I won't hype it up too much like it is but this is a very sexist film. But it was a very sexist world at the time. Still a sexist world. Yeah. So you can imagine 60 years ago. But she's able to, like, she doesn't take uh, crap from anybody. Yeah. And that is not, that wouldn't be acceptable. They would just beat her into submission to do that. Like that's Well, which is why the old lady, while they were dragging her through, was like, here's a good whipping stick. <laughs> yeah, and that's, that's like the, and I'm just like, oh, okay, that makes sense. And I get that, but like her character, the fact that she's able to get away with everything is insane to me. So the thing is, it's progressive, but at the same time, uh, fictionally progressive. Because, like, for the fact that this brother comes home and, you know, he's just like, she starts yelling at him about spitting on the floor, which is something I guess a guy would do back in the day. And then she's like, oh, you clean it up. And uh, no, a brother would just stand up and be like, are you out of your damn mind? Yeah. You're a woman. No. And I I do. Well, I do think that we we do have a like we have a caricature these days of what it was like back then. So the reality is, is that there were a lot of households where, like, that's exactly what it would be. It's mm. not it like like in the sense that it's like he'd spit on the floor and she'd be like, "You clean that up right now," and then some, and then like the dude would have to do it. Right. It was mostly like it, a lot of the times. I feel like it was an in public thing. Yeah. Where it was like, if you're in public, the man is is the one in charge and is absolutely should not be disrespected. And in the household was a lot less that mm. with certain things. Yeah. At the at the height, I mean, before the fight happens, but they burn the dowry and she immediately she feels justified and she's empowered and what does she do to declare this? All right, I'm going home making dinner. Yeah. Yeah. Immediately. Like that's the proclamation of freedom to her and right. like independence kinda, you know? Yeah. And but here's the thing. Back then, that was kind of like where the power was. Like you said, in the house, like mm-hmm. you respected Mammy in the house. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, Mammy dearest has her way in the house. That's true, like, especially Irish households. Like, yeah, that's I'll say sim- that similar in Indian households. That holds too. up. Yeah, mm-hmm. like yeah, it was funny because they would beat their wives, but the wives would give them so much. Yeah, <laughs> and they would keep home, doing like, it. Yes, the wives would keep doing it. Like my mom, good people, constantly good, gave people. guff to my dad. Yeah, and she, like I've never seen a woman take. You know, a, she took a lot of lickings, and she kept coming back. and it was just like and my dad in a way was like kind of like he lived off of sort of like an allowance i feel like my dad's the quiet man i feel like your dad was the loud man oh yeah yeah (laughs) it's definitely like he was just yeah my dad was definitely a loud dude and he just would yell and scream and my mom would just after a while the words like if you say these kinds of awful things to somebody you're in a relationship with now it's going to be over very soon. Yeah. I'm just I'm just letting you guys know when you get to like fourth generation American inside the United States, it just becomes like the reasonable human being because that's what my dad was. Was like just like the reasonable yeah, human being. My dad. parents are reasonable. And my parents are not unre- <laughs> very unreasonable people. <laughs> very unreasonable. But I mean, it worked. I guess it worked. But the movie ends with uh, Thornton and uh, Danaher beating each other senselessly. And they and getting drunk and realizing that hey they can get along right and they make their way to uh, Thornton's place where uh, Maureen O'Hara is uh, cooking them dinner cooking them dinner uh, uh, by the way which I love every meal that's being served basket full of potatoes <laughs> that's like it that's the whole meal yeah that's, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's like the, the and it's not even like a good ba- it's not like a prepared no. basket of boiled potatoes, potatoes. it boiled. is just a boiled whole potato yep. right right yeah. I had uh, food at Dennis's place well, his parents place. 
and his dad made mashed potatoes, and they were the blandest, <laughs> the driest, <laughs> driest. Yeah, man. And I never liked mashed potatoes growing up because my dad prepared it the way he had it growing up his whole life. Dry with like just a little bit of milk, maybe a little bit of butter. And then I had like mashed potatoes at my friend's house. Jesus. And my mind was blown open. Right. <laughs> now I love mashed potatoes, but you got to you know, soak that. It's like, and I told, I whispered, I'm like, these mashed potatoes are awful. <laughs> and, and Dennis, not being a good friend, just like, hey, dad. <laughs> Guess what? Casey hates your potatoes. Casey doesn't like your traditions, Dad. Yeah, and I'm just su- sitting there put shoveling these bad potatoes <laughs> in my mouth going, I don't want to be here anymore. Uh, There's uh, just so many good quotes and moments in this movie. When when uh, Barry Fitzgerald, the wee short matchmaker, walks in to see the bed, impetuous. Homeric. I, lo- I stopped the movie and looked up Homeric. He's talking about like... Homer, like Plato's Homer, like it's epic. Right. This, he's talking about this dude's sexual prowess with, <laughs> with old myths. Like you got to realize, even Maureen O'Hara, she's a big gal. Like she stands. No, she was little. She was little. She was like half the size of uh, of Thornton. John Wayne. Yeah. No, she was. She stood relatively high next to him. I think they framed it that way sometimes. But I, I, I got to look up her height at some point. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But she was a big gal. Well, we got we got to wrap this Google, up. Right, it's right. a good Google search. How tall is Maureen O'Hara? Yeah. <laughs> well, she's definitely not as tall as she used to be. I'll tell you that. Yeah. She's ninety two. Four. Right. Ninety four. She kind of um, shrunk. Before we do this, stream it or don't stream it again. Let me just remind you guys in the spirit. <laughs> Jesus. In the spirit of St. <laughs> oh Patty's Day I'm and looking at, at this as a a moving picture representing nineteen thirties Ireland, and it looks beautiful, by the way. Technicolor. It, it does. I will change my opinion on this movie if you tell your mom what you're doing right here <laughs> and tell her that you're saying stream it. Oh, <laughs> I can't wait to tell my I can't wait. I'm still not changing my mind. Don't stream I'm it. I'm going to make my mom rewatch this movie again. Why? Watch this movie for St. Patrick's Day. Enjoy some good Irish humor and a nice love story. <laughs> a nice love story. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. What's that movie with the two brothers this that is, shoot up a bunch this of is people? A, this is a begrudging love story. Yeah. What's I that mean, movie? it wasn't an arranged marriage. No. She was into it. She was. It was not an arranged marriage, but it was Might like, it well was like we're in so much love. And then they were married, and it was like, actually, wait a minute. No. I'm with you forever. Oh, no. <laughs> what was that movie with the two brothers that shoot Bone up? Duck Saints. Yeah, that's a much better St. Patrick's Day movie than this. <laughs> Maybe watch that. I enjoy yeah. that movie. I like that movie. All right, I'm going to stick. I'm going to say, guys, stream it. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Right. I hope you enjoy The Quiet Man. This is a great movie. Steven, it's very you change funny. your mind on this? I'm going to go with Don't Stream It. I'm going to go with a double Don't Stream It. <laughs> Just And uh, our next pick for next week uh, is my pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why I was looking at you. <laughs> I was looking at Dennis like, oh, yeah, yeah I'm prepared. Um, we're watching Weekend, which is a uh, it's a, a romantic story. So, you know, it's uh, 2013. We'll see what happens. All right. Check out uh, Weekend, and you'll hear us next week on Wednesday. Go to the website. Uh, flicksbookclub.com. Let us know what you think. I think I'll go and join me comrades and talk a little treason. Take oh care. God. <laughs>